Welcome to the Thirst World Problems Podcast, where we talk about drinks, current events, music, and more. Now, here's your host, Nick Dugall, and his panel of experts, B, Bell, and the infamous Doc. Here's an exclusive interview on Thirst World Problems. Irv Culpepper is on the line, folks. We got Irv back just in time for game one, which is tomorrow, which would be Saturday. Game one, Winnipeg Jets. Yay. Versus Las Vegas. What was the last, what was their team name again? The Vegas Golden Knights. Oh, Don't, yeah. It's not even Las Vegas. Oh, it's my, just my the bad, Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah. And fellas, Ooh. thank Vegas. you for having me on. Greatly appreciate it. Irv, thank you for uh, last minute being on here. You're you're such a true player and trooper. I think the playing days are long gone, but you're such a trooper. <laughs> oh, that that is for sure. <laughs> now, what have you been up to, my friend? What since the last time we talked? Pretty much the same stuff. Uh, goofing around, talking smack as usual. Perfect. Um, working, trying to mix in as much fun as possible. Fantastic. Give us like, give us like the atmosphere of like what is, since now you guys have a professional team and now you guys are so deep in the playoffs, what what is the atmosphere like going to the arena, and just around the city in general? There are so many people that are wearing Golden Knights hats, shirts, uh, Golden Knights tattoos, stickers on their cars, people giving each other high fives that are you know wearing some of the paraphernalia. Uh, it has b- taken the city over. Uh, sports talk radio usually this time of year will uh, focus on on uh, rookie uh, training camps for the NFL or, or talking about how teams did in the uh, NFL draft. That has they might cover that for a, a small fifteen minute segment. Everything is Golden Knights all the time, and even on on the local newscasts. Uh, they one of the top five stories is something about the Golden Knights. In fact, going to the practice facilities, it's standing room only just to go see the Knights practice. So the city is a buzz. This is our first uh, major professional sports team. We've we've had uh, XFL here. We've had uh, minor league. Uh, we of course have the NBA summer league here every year, but. You know, one of the four majors having them here has been an absolute boon to the city. Soon we'll have the WNBA uh, Las Vegas Aces. And I predict, and as I've been predicting for years, we'll have an NBA team within the next five years. Somebody's going to move here. Well, that's the same thing that we're experiencing out here is the first big playoff rush. So, We've had a major before, but this is we've got it back. We lost it for a bit. We got it back, but this is the furthest we've ever been in the playoff. And for a lot of us, this is the first real bout of playoff energy experience. We started off with the street parties that have been going crazy. Like, there's just so much. Like you said, the city is a buzz. Every time you bump yes. into someone, you go to the Jets game, you see the Jets game, you see how the Jets played last night. Complete strangers are now striking yeah. up conversations, and it's so such an awesome feeling to see that happening in a city that's never been there before. You know what I mean? Yeah, th- this is this is a wonderful experience for you know, b- both you guys and, and for us. And it, it seems as if we're, we're having, uh, you know, parallel experiences in, in both cities. Now, I heard that they're giving away tattoos, free tattoos out there in Vegas 
for before the games or at uh, some of the parties. Is that true? And did you get one? Yes. Irv asked for 69 uh, on his back. <laughs> I don't need any tattoos. I have enough scars on my body from playing sports, uh, jumping off buildings and doing stupid stuff as a kid. So I don't need any <laughs> tattoos. But they did have a, a tattoo parlor outside the stadium um, that were giving people Golden Knights tattoos. And then some kids getting some temporary Golden Knights tattoos. That's awesome. My speed. So, yes, that the story is true. Fantastic. Now – I'm going to be seeing you in September. I'm telling you that right now. Oh, so you're coming out for Ring of Honor. Is that is that in September? Yes, it is. All right. All right. I have to look at the dates. Okay, let me know. I'll, I'll, I'll come out in September. But I'll be there in September. Now, we got to go to a food place. Something that's going to knock your socks off. Or even mine. But I, I don't really wear socks. But knock <laughs> something off. What is one place that you would take Bell and I to in Vegas? It is a flat-footed tie, depending on uh, what Bell likes. Because I know you, I know, Nick, you you like barbecue. The barbecue place we went to at uh, Sam's Town was pretty good. I've got one that beats that. It's called uh, Rolling Smoke Barbecue. They have three locations here in Las Vegas. Right. Rolling Smoke. Uh, I'm writing this down. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, fabulous, fabulous place. Is, Sometimes is where, the line is, is out the door, but I know when Sam's to go. And uh, the no. cafe at the Venetian or the Palazzo, the Grand Lux Cafe. They're sister to the Cheesecake Factory. Oh, um, okay. of course, their their desserts are are par excellence, um, but the all of their entrees are super. You know, the the worst thing on the menu is is a seven and a half out of ten. Wow! And what do you what would you normally order when you went go to a place like that? I, they have a a Thai chicken dish that is just so good. It, it's almost like a sweet and sour chicken. It's very good. Uh, they're uh, Philly cheesesteak is outstanding. They have great burgers. They have some really good pasta dishes. Uh, they they serve breakfast 24 hours a day. It's their 24-hour cafe, and it's absolutely marvelous. And there's another cafe over at the Palms Casino. Uh, Cookie and I went there. My wife uh, went over there, let's see, maybe about two months ago, and it was really good. We, had, we both had a burger over there. Delicious. You might have to go to more than one place, I think, man. I think so, too. Irv, is Ring of Honor going to be at Samstown again? Yes, it will be in Samstown, and I'm trying to look it up for the dates. I'll get us some ringside seats. How's that for us? That us- would be great. We had a, we had a great time last. Uh, in fact, the last time I went to Ring of Honor, when Punishment Martinez came out, I didn't do anything. I didn't stand up. I didn't clap. I didn't boo. I just ignored him. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> like he was not there. That's fantastic. Now, um, have you been watching some uh, NBA playoffs? Yes, I have been watching the NBA playoffs, and I'm. Uh, this is the matchup that I that well, I guess most people want to see, and and the one that I'm. I'm so looking forward to the, uh, my beloved Golden State Warriors versus the Houston Rockets in a knockdown drag out fight. Now, what do you what do you think is the key matchup here? 
Because I feel like a lot of people think it's, you know, the Warriors are starting a lineup versus Harden. And I think that's that's kind of a little bit of a high praise for James Harden, how he's against these guys here. Like, what do you think? I know you're a big Warriors fan, but what do you think the key would be for each team to win the series? If Steph Curry can get back to his old form because he's battled a lot of injuries, especially with his uh, with his ankles. If he can shoot lights out like he usually does, they they will be great. If Draymond can stay out of foul trouble, because he's a matchup nightmare for any team. Um, for the the Rockets, if if they if they play team ball, if uh, you know Harden doesn't need to go for forty. If they can have equally dis, uh, distributed scoring. I think that that would be the way that they'd be able to beat the Warriors. Get get them in early foul trouble and spread the ball around. See, I hate this because I like Irv. I like Irv a lot, but I can't agree with him, man. I can't agree with him. <laughs> no, why is that, Bill? Here, here's the thing. I'm looking, I'm looking at Houston, and their whole idea is they're going to go out and they're going to out three the Warriors, right? Like that's, okay. that's, that's their key. They, they got to try to out three the Warriors. My question is, how realistic is it for them to out three the Warriors in a seven-game series when you take a look across the Warriors lineup? Because they're probably not even going to start the death lineup, right? Like, they're not going to start, come out and start with all those guys. But they've got enough guys that they can sit down and play defense on certain guys and just completely take them out of the game. And I don't think that Houston has enough defensive firepower to turn around and then do the same thing to Golden State. Like, I just don't... I, a lot of people say it's going to go six, it's going to go seven. I'm not even sure if it's not going to be a sweep. Yeah, you know what? Wow! I think... A sweep? I could I could see a sweep, and that's the thing. I'm disagreeing with you, but only because <laughs> I'm disagreeing that I think your team's going to win even faster. <laughs> so I don't even know if that's much of a disagreement, but yeah, I could I could I can't really see Houston like I. And that's the other thing. I think if they're going to win and be competitive in this series or series, then Harden is going to have to play like LeBron like, and you're still going to need CP3 to be just under 30 points himself because I don't think the supporting cast is going to be enough to beat Golden State's supporting cast because especially in the playoff when the bench gets smaller, the supporting cast that you're looking at now is like Clay Thompson and like Draymond and like Iguodala. Like Iguodala could start on a lot of other teams. Mm -hmm. Yes, he can. How many many threes do you think are going to happen in game one? (laughs) Over under for threes in game one? Yeah. Wow. Shoot, I think it could set a record. <laughs> it, it, it just might, right? It just might. What do you think? Maybe the first half. Just give me a number right off the top of your head. Oh, three, man. two, one. Give me a number. 112. Oh, that's 47. Low, oh, altogether 47? Yeah. Whoa. I was thinking like there's going to be like 183s. Are we it. talking about attempts or makes? I'm talking about attempts. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well then, double the attempts, and then, <laughs> yeah. then well, uh, well over ninety attempts. Oh yeah, it's gonna be wild. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a great series. 
What do you think of uh, what do you think of LeBron's performance? LeBron is his game. I really feel now is evolving. He's not dunking as much. His his mid range jumper is on fire. You know that that dagger that he shot at the end of the game mm-hmm. uh, was marvelous. In fact, the the first time that I saw it because I didn't get to see it live. Uh, the first time I saw it, I thought he did the Larry Bird and put the finger up oh. um, as he was shooting the ball. From from the angle I was looking at the television, that's what it looked like. But he actually did it afterwards. That just shows that LeBron's game is 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 evolving. Uh, the guy is six ten, I mean six uh, eight, and is almost as big as Brock Lesnar. And he's running down the court. Get out! Get the hell out of his way! Don't get run over. Don't take the charge because it's going to be like South Park. They killed Kenny. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, I think the one thing I'm just upset with is uh, I didn't even get to see game five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy's and got that, a story for you. And that broke my heart. So, Irv, I, have, I had tickets for game five. Courtside no. seats. Yes. In Toronto. Ready to go. Flight was ready. Everything was ready. And then all of this happened. Yeah, now and today they fired the coach. What's up with that? They fired that's, the coach of the year. That's what I was going to go <laughs> with. So, so that being said, best record in the East, coach of the year, all-star coach, first time Raps hit 50, 50 wins, coach gets fired. What are your thoughts? Absolutely stupid. If you're going to make that move, you better have someone better waiting, uh, getting ready to sign almost immediately after that. You've already vetted the the person that's going to do it because you, you, you can't say man because it could be Becky Hammond, who would be the first woman in professional sports to coach. I don't think it's going to happen now, but she's she's definitely qualified. But you should have somebody waiting to take his place immediately if you're going to fire a coach that's done all of this for Toronto. Because otherwise, this is stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like, I was thinking about it very hard today. Now, I do understand why they fired it. The reason is, you lose three times in a row to LeBron. Conference finals won the first year. Quarters again, quarters again. Now, I think it had to do with the blowouts. The way they lost, right? Like, the way they lost. And I feel like when you upset your star player, even at the last game, I felt like that was the biggest mistake. He wanted to play. like not, you, you don't get many star players who are down by 20 and being like, Okay, sit me. I don't want to play anymore. This is, you know, I can't, I can't do this anymore. But DeRozan wanted to play. He is the star player, but, he, but they benched him. So that was actually a good coaching decision, though. At you think that so? Point. Not me, man. They were making the run with Miles on the floor, right? And I don't DeRozan, think that was good. I don't think that was a good decision. But he wasn't part of that run. You could run with the guys that are getting you there, man. But you, mm-hmm. but okay, look, okay, you, and that's what they did. What happened? <laughs> so you, they know what, wanna, you know I what I mean? They lost by a little bit less than if DeRozan was on the But board. what I'm saying is, like, 
there's a reason why you pay your star player. Doesn't matter if you're down by 20. Doesn't matter if you're up by 20. I feel like you have to have that guy on. He is your leader. That's the reason why Casey got fired, though, right? Like, that's what you said. Like, that's the reason why you pay your star player. So they paid Lowry. They paid DeRozan. They even came, brought back Abaka, and we're like, Here, here's the guys. These guys can do it. And they did it during the regular season, which we all know is a different game than when you get to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And yes. what are they going to do now? They can't unpay those guys. So they've got to do the only other thing that they possibly can do, which is be like, okay, well, let's uh, get a new voice in here. Maybe that'll uh, shake things up. But that's, but I think that's that's the old, that's such an old school theory of, and or just in sports in general. I'm pretty sure can uh, he may disagree with me on this one. If the, if, you know, if 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 you can't get over the hump, the only way to send a message is to get rid of the coach. Well, that's that's the first step, right? Because it's easier to do. Like, look that, at Mark Jackson, man. Players. Right, Arif. Like, look at Mark Jackson. Like, Warriors were doing great. They're on the ups, you know, upside of things. And all of a sudden, Mark Jackson goes. Well, that Why? was personal. That was some personal well, stuff. But that still, the man, two like, of those guys yes, going on. That, right? that was some personal like, stuff going on. Right, but like, but you know what I mean, though. Like, it's it could, all it could take is one little thing. And look at Dwayne Casey now, unemployed. But hey, will he ever get a job? Who knows, man. Yes. Heck yeah. He should. I agree. He well, should. Especially going out as coach of the year. Here's a question I have for both of you guys. I'd like to hear both of you guys' take on this. So we saw what happened in the Toronto series, right? Yeah. When we, when we know about Lowry, we know about DeRozan. If you're the Raptors, hypothetical, never happened, but trade DeRozan and Lowry for LeBron James. Do you do it? It won't happen. I know it won't happen, but would you do it? If the, that offer came to you, would you do it? Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. You're the best player in the league. Irv, w- you- without question. Without-, without question. I'm pulling the trip. I'm like, w- where do I sign? Absolutely. No, I got LeBron, I gotta- you're on a plane right now. Yeah. <laughs> I got one for you guys. Kyle Lowry, JV, for John Wall, and um, what's that? Other guy's name? No, no, no. What's the other guy's name? Beal? Uh, no, 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 no. What's 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 their who's their three guy? Oh no! Uh, I'm stumped. They just signed him too. Oh, ah, yeah, you're on your own. You know what I'm talking about, man. I don't know their lineup enough. Mm. Yeah, I don't know it either. Okay, let's let's change it. Let's 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 put. My point, though, is and which is the same point I think you're making here is. Do you shift? Would you do you shift moves? Well, no one thinks that you can win with with Lowry and DeRozan, right? Well, and that's what they've been trying to do. And that's what they're trying to do again, even though the coach is gone. Like, huh? <laughs> they need someone else in there who's going to be a big dog. I feel I feel like they need to change that point guard situation. Yeah, I could. Kemba Walker, what I is think. That, that's the problem now, though, is how do they move Lowry and get a piece worth it? Who's going to want him after he's that? He's worth it, man. He's, he's worth it? He does nothing in the playoffs. But he plays great, man, overall. Who's willing to give that up? People. What about this? It's would a you, point guard world, man. Would you trade Rozier for Lowry? If you're Boston, would you trade no, Rozier for no, Lowry? No. But Heck no. Exactly. Heck but if you're Toronto, you'd kill to get Rozier for Lowry, no, right? No. Oh, no. No. I wouldn't do it. You'd keep Lowry? I wouldn't, I wouldn't yes. trade him for him. Okay. Now, the reason why is, look at, uh, they learned their lesson, man. Look at, um, what's that guy's name? That they had before, uh, Colsey. No, no. Who's who's their who's that shot blocking guy that played on their team? Um, on Toronto. Yeah, he he went to Orlando. 
Mboko or something. What's his name? Oh, yeah, Boyambo? I think you're right. Boyambo. Yeah, something like that. Whatever, that guy. Crazy series, one series. Gets paid. Now you never even heard of the guy in Orlando, right? <laughs> they had a good run at the start of the year. Yeah, <laughs> that was it, right? So it is what it is. That's that's how it's it's all a puzzle game, right? You just got to put the pieces oh, together until you, you get it. What I like about Irv, too, is he's a man of the world here. He doesn't just get limited to, uh, to sports, right? So Irv's probably got it. Oh. What's that? Of course not. I, I can I can talk just about any subject no. except astrophysics. Well, okay. That goes beyond my scope. Well, we'll put that one on the bench now. But uh, <laughs> Irv, have, Irv, have you? Uh, what's the last movie you watched? Uh, Avengers, um, Infinity War, what are your and thoughts? Molly's Game are the two last movies I've watched. What are you, What are your thoughts of uh, Avengers? I absolutely loved it. Really enjoyed it. it. I'm glad that it was as long as it was because mm-hmm. if it was any shorter, you would have uh, that would have kept a lot of uh, meat off the bone. Mm-hmm. Um, they had to kill off superheroes. We know they're coming back. There's no way that Black Panther is absolutely 100 percent dead. Spoiler uh, alert. Same with Spider Man. How devastated were you when the Black Panther died? Um, actually, I wasn't because I know he's going to come back. Okay. <laughs> I went Plus, to go. I've read the com- so I've, I've, I've been a big comic book fan for a long time, and so I got to read uh, uh, Infinity. You know, when, when it first came out, so I know this is just this is just temporary. And as Doctor Strange said, there's only one outcome mm-hmm. that they they win, and if people have to die to do it. And, and eventually come back to you know to use the time stone and that that's exactly what's going to happen they've, they've already dropped us the clue wow this spoiler just like made he, us lose he, all right five thousand of our followers we gotta here. make sure we tag this episode irv ruins infinity war yeah. <laughs> <laughs> irv, irv just Sorry. beat the infinity gauntlet i should have said spoiler alert. <laughs> out of all superheroes irv culpepper defeats the infinity gauntlet <laughs> i just heard the other day though that uh well, now I'm going to ruin it too. But that that Spider-Man scene when he was going down there, at the end, most of that is just ad lib. So this kid, what is it, Tom Holland or Tim Holland, whatever Tom his name Holland, is, yeah, yeah, Tom Holland, uh-huh. just uh, just ad libbing that scene, which was actually one of the scenes that kind of like made me sit on my chair for a minute, being like, oh, like this is actually pretty well written. It was, was a like, touching scene. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I was like, oh, I mean, but yeah, to find out it was ad lib, uh, kind of impressed by that. Yeah, yeah, you know? it's um. Yeah, when I went to go see it, um, there was a few brothers right next to me. And there was, yeah, <laughs> yeah I know no where this more. one's going, eh? <laughs> and uh, you know, okay, like these guys were kind of talking, kind of through the movie, but like you couldn't hear it, but you could just because it was so loud. And, Typical uh, black people. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the moment where they go to Wakanda, and uh, those people are. And those two, uh, the two villains are standing outside the shield. All you hear is these guys, oh shit, these motherfuckers are done. They're in Wakanda. They're in Wakanda now. They lost their mind. So as soon as those, like, those, vi- like, those creatures were trying to go through, they were literally just talking mad shit. Oh no, you do not want to go through this. You do not want to go through this. Mbaku, Mbaku. 
Mbaku, they're just going nuts like they're actually there. <laughs> Leading the way to this charge, but I was losing. Oh, I lost my mind. I thought that was the greatest. Oh, please tell me that they just lost their... Oh. They got up out of their seats when Black Panther started yeah. to disappear there. So, right? then, so, then, <laughs> so then they're fighting. They're just so into it. You can hear them, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, Thanos comes and they, he starts kicking the shit out of everyone. And these guys just got so quiet, like, fuck, we lost. <laughs> <laughs> and I just wanted to whisper in the guy's ear, Wakanda's not real. <laughs> like it wasn't real. Oh, Relax, man. boys. Just tears when he disappears. <laughs> they, of course, they had to take yeah. him from us. Yeah. Have one good movie. Yeah, we can't have too. nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> First, the fat boys break up. Now it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. Speaking of some crazy stuff that's going around here in the black community, Irv. What's going on with your boy Kanye? Wait, wait. That is definitely not my boy. That's a fool. Um, Just so everyone knows, I, Irv has is, a Kanye tattoo on his shoulder. Because he's a mess. He, thinking that Donald Trump is the best thing that has ever happened to the United States, and that's his boy, and he completely supports him. Come on, man. <laughs> no. No. He's... He's out of his mind. I, I don't know if Kim wasn't giving him none that night. Um, he's he's out of his mind. He's tripping. And I can't support him, his music, or anything he's doing. All I can do is pray for the brother because he's a mess. I have uh, I kind of have a theory. I always have theories about things. Now, I feel like what's happening is he's using the whole Donald Trump effect. And what I mean by that is Donald Trump lays out some huge news that makes everyone talk. So Kanye, you know, taking pictures with a Make America Great Again hat, you know, things like that. Taking pictures just to release an album. And I feel like he's going to be doing something positive in the end so that people will go, oh, OK, I, I now I understand why he was doing it. You know, what I mean, like, I feel like he's going to do something where. You know, he'll distract you with one thing and then he'll distract you with another to make you forget the last thing that people are upset about. Like a big satirical uh, setup here where he's yeah. got a, like some WWE shit where he's got a master plan in the end. Everything's a WWE, man. The world is WWE. <laughs> <laughs> the world is WWE, man. I think Kanye is a genius when it comes to music, but to pull something like this off with the double swerve, no. It's like when Sting. Absolutely. Absolutely not. I don't think I. I don't think he's smart enough, and the people around him are are smart enough to be able to pull something like that off. I really think he's he's believing what he's saying, and th and that's the direction that his ship is pointed in. So this isn't the Sting joins the NWO uh, to destroy them from within kind of thing. Oh no, no! This isn't. This isn't that at all. This is. He's. He's drank the. He had the Kool Aid, and he's all in. And I just don't want to. I don't want to believe it. I'm. I. I don't want to believe that someone as articulate as he once was, and I don't want to say a visionary, but someone who. Like, he came in having such a wide view of not just, like, pigeonholing into one thing and having that breadth of what appeared to be knowledge, right? 
And now yeah. it just seems so pigeonholed into like, I don't know what, like kind of like rich upper class thinking that he's going around and you always hate to say like, Oh, this guy forgot, forgot his roots or forgot where he came from. Especially when you don't really know a person like that. All you see is the social media image. Right. But it, yeah, he it, he's coming across like that, man. He's coming across like that. So I'm I'm hoping it's some kind of master plan, like Nick's saying here. Because if not, like that's a crazy fall from grace from who he came out being to where he's at now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it, it, the it, thing that spoke to me most is that when Kanye was saying that he had liposuction and that was. Know, partially responsible for or or mostly responsible for his his mother's death um, that tells me all I need to know because if if my mom uh, had died uh, you know, immediately after uh, getting some plastic surgery that would be the last thing that I'm doing and then he tried to justify it with um, well look how y'all treated Rob Kardashian saying he was fat I didn't I didn't want to be criticized like that uh, he's letting his ego uh, run his business, and sometimes it's good. But I, I don't think that Kanye is is thinking clearly. I'm not calling the guy crazy. Um, I'm just thinking. I'm just saying he's not he's not thinking rationally, like he once was. And I think he's letting the the fame get to him. Yeah. Um, you, yeah, you could be absolutely right. I. I, I do see that view. Um, I think sometimes when you have a small circle that people are just yes people, you don't see the real mm-hmm. life and real picture. That's like, that's, oh my God, I'm going to sneeze here. <laughs> it's okay. You you, you let it out. <laughs> you let it out. Man, <laughs> we'll we'll let that part out. Um, I mean, look, look at Michael Jackson. He had all of those yes people around him. And... Oh, Mike, do whatever you want. Yeah, Mike, let kids sleep in your bed. I mean, somebody <laughs> has to have the balls to say, Mike, this is not a good idea, and here's why. And if you do it, I quit. <laughs> but how can you quit when Mike's probably just paying you and so so good, right? Well, that's just it, right? Like that, and that's why you get yes, man. Like that's yeah. that's where you get that angle from. Yeah, yeah. you can't do no harm. I mean, his- a lot of a lot of celebrities do it. A lot of musicians, athletes. Like who says no to LeBron? Hey, LeBron. Hey, uh, what do you think of my haircut? Who says no to LeBron? Golden State Warriors. <laughs> wow. Except that one year. <laughs> yeah. when, when he said no to the Warriors. <laughs> wow, he said, y'all that. ain't com- coming home with a trophy. Look at that. Did you hear about this R. Kelly stuff? Uh, hell yeah, I'm a little upset. Why are you why are you getting rid of the man's music? Like what is that what does his music have to do with his personal lifestyle? So for those of you who haven't heard, what's happening is Spotify is actively taking off R. Kelly from its playlist. So you can still get R. Kelly music on the site, but they're not actively promoting it. They're not putting it on any of their playlists. So if you're looking for like your slow jams, you ain't gonna hear ignition? no bump and grind. No ignition? Strip for you. Oh, if you're getting jammed up or getting ready to go, you ain't going to hear no Ignition remix. I love that Fiesta song. remix. Think about that song. What does that even mean? But it's just so cool, man. That's the sound when you're snapping it, man. <laughs> That's when I knew he was guilty. <laughs> 
<laughs> from that song. <laughs> it wasn't the countless like. Uh, oh. Actually, no. I believe I could fly. It was probably that's the one. That's yeah. the one that I knew he was guilty, man. Think about it, man. I don't know. I wish it's kind of a dead giveaway, too, man. I wish I never did that. <laughs> I wish. I wish. <laughs> All right, Kelly, man. Why do you have this need to mess with underage girls? Yeah. Knowing that you can lose everything. Yeah. When you could have any type of girl that you want. How about you go get an old girl that looks young if that's what you really want? Yeah. And so, Thank you, know, you. Why jeopardize all your shit? Yeah, that's crazy. Like, that's just one of those points where your head gets so big where you're like, nah, I can do whatever I want. And I want to start doing, like, mm-hmm. some crazy, freaky yeah. shit for no reason other than the fact that that guy over there can't do what I do. But, hey, again, R. Kelly's uh, sex slaves were yes people to him. So what could he do, right? Yeah. All those members of R. Kelly's sex cult. Yeah. Yeah. All they said was yes. Yeah. All they said was yes. Not willingly, but I mean. Yeah. They, st- they still said it. Yeah, exactly. But so you're fully against Spotify doing something like that. I'm, I'm guessing, Nick. No. Okay. This is, this is my thing. Like, I get you're not promoting him but who's really promoting r kelly's music these days you know what i mean if this was in the 90s i totally get it but look at the era he's not relevant the only reason he's relevant is because of the shit that he's doing in the news like you know on his personal life right you sound like someone who's never listened to trapped in the closet man (laughs) excuse me rap opera you never never listened i've heard trapped in the closet from part one to part like 53 yeah (laughs) You can't be trapped in a closet and not have that many parts. It, there's, it's it's a two second spiel. Who's in the house? Where is he? Let me check the closet. Bang! You're shot. End of story. Yep. That's, that's, it. that's what would happen in my house. That's right. <laughs> I would bring food in the closet. I can't. How, who knows? Who knows how long you're gonna be in there? I'm gonna have a bag of chips, man. I don't care if I or a midget. A midget. <laughs> Are, do we do we have like a friction for tonight, or do we have questions like a gauntlet? Yeah, we have. I guess we don't want to listen to Irv's opinion on that, but yeah, well, that's okay. Well, before we do that, Irv, are you down for the gauntlet tonight? Yeah, I'm. I'm down for the gauntlet. I'll I'll take it. Okay. Oh, G- give it to me. Okay, but before we do the gauntlet, we have. Uh, did we get an email? We did get an email. Okay. Let's. Uh, uh, well, not an. Well, yeah. Let what we got was we're checking out uh, one of our reviews on iTunes. Make sure everyone uh, subscribes and rates on iTunes. That'll be a big help. Thank you guys. But so we got one of our reviews here, and then we're looking at, and it comes from Herschel three thirteen. So Herschel three thirteen. First off, thanks for doing that, man. Um, Is that equivalent to Austin three sixteen? Might be his cousin. Oh, Herschel. Yeah, it could be. Okay, so. Uh, what he's saying here is he uh, listens from time to time, uh, likes uh, his favorite episodes are the Susky interviews. He probably hasn't heard yours yet, Irv, so that'll probably change that. But the Susky interviews, he says, uh, what would be cool to hear, though, are stories about uh, what we do outside of the podcast, the things that we do outside of our podcast and what our guests do outside of their day-to-day lives kind of thing. Perfect. So I guess, Irv, you can even answer this question, too. What do you, what do, you do in your uh, day-to-day lifestyle? Day to day, I'm even though Nick, you you try to blow me up, I'm not really the most exciting guy. I mean, yeah, we live here in Vegas and we go to shows um, on occasion, 
I would say once every couple of weeks, we'll, we'll go see a show, um, go out, go out to eat maybe about three times a week, uh, watch TV, watch movies, uh, go to the hockey games during hockey season, uh, watch, uh, Monday night football at one of the casinos where they have a movie size screen, uh, for Monday night football. So my life is, is pretty routine. Um, and you know, try to mix in some vacations here and there. Um, but on a day-to-day basis, go to work, uh, come home. If cookie doesn't feel like, uh, cooking in the kitchen, you know, we'll, we'll go out to eat, catch a show, um, and just have a, try to have as much fun as we humanly possibly can. That sounds like a great life. What are you talking about, man? That's great. Thank you. Yeah. That ain't too bad, eh? That's great. Lives in Vegas and still gets to travel, you know, go different places. Normally people travel to Vegas. Yeah. This guy's already living it up. He's like, yeah, you know, I don't really do too much. I just live in this crazy place that all you people want to get to, right? And then when I get sick of it, I go to places like Dominican and take big booty pictures. That's (laughs) No no big deal. I want Irv. I want your life, Irv. (laughs) Just the Dominican part. I want that. <laughs> what about you, Nick? What do you get up to? Man? Well, good question. I, uh, um, well, I do stand up comedy. Uh, a little bit on the break right now. I've been rewriting, tweaking things, getting ready for uh, August. I'll be in LA for a while. And uh, I feel like Irv, September, we, you and me need to go uh, to some comedy clubs. How about that? I'm definitely down. We'll take uh, take Cookie with us as well. We'll go and we'll go see some comedy clubs. N- nothing is, <laughs> you know, stand up comedy and live so music. Quiet. That and was so quiet. <laughs> that was so quiet of you. I said, "Let's take Cookie." You just got so quiet. No, no. She, <laughs> of course, she can go. Of course. Yeah. So I do that. I've been rewriting. I've been doing comedy for probably around five years now. It's uh, traveled all over the place. Literally, just came back from England. Um, big Manchester United fan. Went to go see a few matches there. A lot of family. Really? Yeah, yeah. What was that like? Oh man, it's not my first time there. It's uh, this time I did it differently. Normally, I, I I'd go to Manchester just to go see the the game, right? But uh, I did it differently. I went to Newcastle. Now, from London to Newcastle, that's a seven hour drive. And. Uh, you go all the way up there, you kind of feel like you're in Canada because it's a little cold, it's a little chilly, um, but the atmosphere is great. Uh, stadium was phenomenal, you know, just the whole experience. Uh, I did not dare to wear my United outfits. I could not. Uh, didn't, no. Didn't want to be. Wasn't yeah. in the fighting mood that day. Let's put it that way. But uh, no. yeah, no, it was great. The game was great, uh, even though we lost, but. You know, uh, overall experience was fantastic, man. Then I went to go to Manchester United. I went to go to the stadium, got the VIP tour. You showed me everywhere. Got to see behind the scenes. Got to be on beautiful. The, got to be on the on the field. You know, things That's like that. That's crazy. So just a great experience. Um, shout out to um, shout out to Jason for hooking that up for me. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, you know, just now I'm um, um, I'm kind of working on. You know, again, new material. I'm working on this new thing where I want to get into microbrewery. <laughs> now we're talking. Yeah. Now we're Irv, talking. Um, if you know anybody that's in that little field and that's looking for like an investor or something, please let me know. I'm, 
Okay. I'm I'm looking. I I I want to do a microbrewery with gin. I want to do some vodka. You know, maybe a few beers. I want to I want to get into that field. So just create my own, create my own stuff and uh, expand it from there. I feel like. I feel like I don't know. I feel like I, I'm very passionate about it. I've been really heavily looking into it, and uh, there is a place in Alberta with like he's uh, my cousin. Um, he uh, he wants to get into it as well. So me and him have been looking around, and I feel like that's kind of like my uh, my passion, just kind of looking around and seeing what I want to do. Don't get me wrong, I love comedy, and I want to make this podcast great. But I feel like the brewery, microbrewery, is like my like my uh, my unicorn, I'm trying to catch. Well, I think it I think it synergizes perfectly with uh, thirst world problems yeah. over here. Yeah. So I think we need uh, to get this idea off the ground oh, okay. ASAP. Oh, I thought ASAP. you guys would be against it. You know. Oh, not at all. Because yeah. I we need the taste test portion to get started. Yeah. Pretty soon here. Who was your guest that time? That was uh, a bartender, and he was uh, telling. Uh, you know the difference between a, a you know run of the mill vodka and a, a really good vodka is it's you know putting it through one of those uh, charcoal filters. I thought that was a great podcast you guys did. Oh yeah, oh, that like, was Danny, uh, Las Vegas bartender. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll have to post his info. I think I want to say he was at the Venetian. It was Venetian. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what that 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 I'm almost positive that's what he said. There you go. Go go check him out. He makes a delicious drink. Pretty cool dude. Supports the pod, so we support him. Irv, we 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 gonna go to Cheetos or what? One hundred percent. Yeah, we can. 100%. I can take you over there. Oh, yeah. you know the way, eh? You kind of know the general direction of where it is, where to find it. Uh, yeah, it, it's pretty. It's pretty hard to miss. <laughs> <laughs> what's What's the perfect time to go? Anytime. I would Irv, say yeah. on a Saturday night. So, I was going to say breakfast time. As soon as the door you know, opens. No, you definitely don't want to go breakfast. You, know, you might get someone that has a lady that has three teeth. and Not cheetahs? You're talking about one of those low-class places, not a cheetahs. Well, look, breakfast in Vegas? What What do you think kind of stripper is going to be up at, at 9 o'clock in the morning? The one who's uh, got good cardio. Oh, breakfast at night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you're a stand-up comedian. <laughs> but yeah, what about you, uh, Bell? What's your uh... uh well, for me right now, like you said, like uh we spend <laughs> don't be fooled by how flawlessly this podcast comes off. Uh we spend a lot of time now uh behind the scenes here just trying to iron out some of the kinks of the podcast, just editing, coming up with new ideas, tracking down guests. Then just lining up our season two here, because we're trying to do some new things, like we kind of talked about earlier. So we're trying to learn as much as we can and move on to a few things. But outside of the podcast, uh, sports is a is a big one for me. So, well, right now, just trying to recover for some injuries, but play a lot of soccer, uh, some ball. We well, we play ball there together, man. So we try to make a, a playoff run here. Me and Nick got our asses handed to us. So, you know, got to get back in the gym and get some shots up. I'm not a good basketball player anymore. I have learned that the hard way this year. I'm not good anymore. You got humbled? See, that's how Lowry and DeRozan feel right now, man. No, you know what it is? <laughs> you know what it is? I, I feel like I feel like my like I feel like my body's equivalent to the Hulk. Like with the brown jeans 
I've been fighting these brown jeans. No, no, I can do it. I can do this. <laughs> now at this age, I'm like, my brown jeans have just taken over. You know what? Fuck it. <laughs> just eat roti all day and <laughs> drive cab. Okay. <laughs> All right, yeah, so yeah, we had to get a racial joke in <laughs> for the day. Hey, why not? Uh, but yeah, no, so I play I play a lot of sports, and uh, besides from that, which why I'm super excited about this microbrewery you're talking about, especially mm. we talk about hard stuff, is I started to try to take, uh, like, cocktail making a little bit more, uh, a little bit more seriously here, so uh, not quite a home bar expert here, but I try to do a few different things and some serious things, so every week I try to do the same thing. So I try to have at least one new meal, go to a new restaurant and have one new drink, go to a different bar or lounge or somewhere. So I try to do that once a week. And then at home, I try to make one new drink and I try to make or cook one new meal. So right now I'm on a big Vietnamese kick. So I'm trying to, I have this one dish at a Vietnamese restaurant that I really like. Like it's a nice spicy red kind of sauce. And I'm trying to perfect that at home. Sriracha. (laughs) Give me a break. (laughs) This guy, and you're asking Irv that to take is you so to, wrong. Exactly, you're asking Irv to take you to food places. You're gonna embarrass, man. Come on, man. Irv. We'll go out without this guy, man, because I don't understand. Yeah, this. yeah. Well, forget Nick. Yeah, oh, forget man. Nick. It's when like, you guys play basketball, do you usually play five on five, three on three, or who? Uh, like, you we, try to play we, five on five, but if not enough people show up, you guys go three on three. No, no, no. We actually play in the league. There's a league here that's like five on five refs, the whole works. Like we play in a proper league, and uh, we play against the young people. And uh, obviously, you know the story of that. <laughs> it's tough. Man. Then you got to go, Larry Bird. You got to grab their shorts. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, you got to you got to do the dirty things. You got to play old man, old man style yeah. basketball. Make sure they earn every single cheat. basket. <laughs> yep, exactly. They got to earn that. If they go down to the low post, yeah, you you gonna make them uh, feel it. <laughs> That's right. These kids they are going to be limping. Think about after that school. twice going back down there. They need a ticket. <laughs> These kids are going to be limping at school the next day. How about that? that? That's right. Yeah, that's right. They might walk in, but they going to limp away. There, there, there you go. There you go. Let's get this. Uh, let's get this gauntlet going. Let's yeah. Let's let's run through the gauntlet there. Am so. I am I allowed to join right. in on this? Should we? It's it's your call, man. All right, it's I'm gonna jo- I'm gonna I'll join ask, in on this, Irv. I'll ask. I'm gonna join so you. So we'll we'll alternate uh, who starts these questions. So sure. We'll start off with uh, we'll start off with Irv here. Ask him uh, the first one here. And if there's any repeaters, uh, you just let me know here if you remember answering any of these before. Okay. So, what's one of your guilty pleasure songs? One of my guilty pleasure songs. Ah. Uh... Like the ones that you're embarrassed to tell your friends that you uh, that you listen to. That I'm embarrassed to tell my friends that I listen to. That's a look. Like you were there every night of Britney Spears' residency, weren't you? Oh, I can't stand Britney Spears. Oh, that that just drives me out of the wall. If you if you want me to go crazy, <laughs> just have me listen to some Britney Spears. Um, Spice Girls. <laughs> All right, we got a particular song. Spice up your life. <laughs> oh, that's a good track. Man. All right, Nick, uh, a movie line you'll never forget. Oh, I, I don't have to answer that question. Sure. Oh, yeah, okay. Nick, you, you got to answer the question. Okay, I have a few. I got John Parr, Saint Elmo's Fire. Saint Elmo's Fire. Have you heard of that song? I, well, I remember the show. Wasn't that the theme from the show? <laughs> 
Irv, if you don't know it, look it up. St. Elmo's Fire. You will, you... That is old. Oh, yes, yes. I, I, I'm familiar. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, that um, is a guilty pleasure. Um, it's worse than mine. <laughs> <laughs> I like, um, uh, what you call it? Uh, what's that? Oh, what's this? I'm a Barbie girl. No, no, no. <laughs> Summer Jam, <laughs> Summer Jam. It's by uh, it's called. I think it's called Underground Project with Craig David. That was my jam back in the day. Um, some Ace of Base. I got that. Some Ace of Base. Uh, back in the day, that was the cut, man. That was the cut. Some CNC Music Factory. I'm a big CNC Music Factory person. I like that. They were just here, Irv. Just to let you know that. We had Naughty by Nature. They were here two years ago. I got to go see them. Really? Yeah. Uh, who? They were at our casino here. There was it was Naughty by Nature, CNC Music Factory, and who's the other one? Snap. That's it. Snap That's was it. here. Yeah. All tr- right. Celebrity crush you had growing up. Penelope Cruz still is. Wait, say that again, Nick. Penelope Cruz. Oh, Penelope Cruz. Always will be. Vanilla Sky. Let's see. Charo and Janet Jackson. Janet, I'm familiar with Charo. That's that's what you eat. That's the cinnamon thing from. Uh, Taco, oh, Taco yeah, Bell. yeah. Like those Spanish uh, cinnamon twist things. Yeah. Right? Isn't that what it is? Oh, no, no, no. That's a churro. Oh, no, that's Charo, a churro. She's a classic Sorry. guitarist. She used to say coochie coochie. Um, as. You have to look look her up on YouTube. I'll look her up. I honestly thought you were gonna say Sheila E. I did love Sheila E, but I was a little older then. Ah, okay, um, gotcha. If you know, if, if we're going back when I was like maybe you know six or seven years old, Janet Jackson and Charo made my liver quiver. Gotcha. Most embarrassed you've ever been. I've answered that question before. I uh, just recently, um, I ripped uh, half of my my I had jeans. They were uh, kind of ripped jeans. Brown jeans. No, they were like like white jeans. They weren't white, but like grayish jeans, and they had holes in them. Typical, like you know, trying to be young again. And uh, I took a wrong step, and my knee went through the hole of my jeans and I fell and when I tried to get up uh half of the leg fell off. <laughs> and this was at a club. I'm glad I was at a club. You up, but I'd laugh first. <laughs> this was at a club Irv. This was at a club. Oh no yeah. beginning of the club. Oh. <laughs> oh Nick, you are so glad I wasn't there. Man, out of out of I'd have laughed harder than at one of your comedy shows. I'd have helped you out, but I'd have laughed. Yeah, him. Ray, you went to help you. I'd be oh, like, man. hey, I know this guy. Yeah. Let's all laugh at him. Pointed laugh. Pointed <laughs> laugh. Get your phones out, everybody. Here's the clown. <laughs> oh, I remember. For me, <laughs> this was, oh, man, I was in grade six. I was in grade six, and this was just like, you know, like when guys kind of like started liking girls kind of thing, and like it was getting serious at this point. And uh, there's one girl in our class that was like, really developed Mm. right and like but we were like i've known her forever so like we kind of grew up we were like good friends kind of things and like 
before we always used to like like you know like play fight and stuff right so it was all fun and so we're in gym class this one time and like you know just goofing around and then like she goes and she pushes me on the shoulders i was like hey what are you doing because i think i got her out with dodgeball or something so like then so i chased her around she's running around and i go to push her back i finally corner her, go to push her back on her shoulders right it's like with two hands get my two hands up going to hit her on the shoulders oh. <laughs> nope just complete like she kind of steps back i miss and just like double palm grope oh. on <laughs> Like, the, the worst of it is like she was all smug about what just happened because she knew exactly like well yeah he's not supposed to be doing this he knows he's not supposed to be doing this but she just gives me a smug look and she's like hmm what are you doing there and I'm just and like I can had no quirk or anything like that I was like I'm mortified pushing, you should have been like I'm pushing your tag old bitty <laughs> yeah oh, <man. laughs> I, I I couldn't speak for the next five minutes. Like put my hands behind my back. Like I was just so shook, man. I was like, oh man. What like, do you I, think I was doing? Touching those tickle bits. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what I'd say nowadays, but back you, then, oh man. Now I have a question for you. How how tight were your shorts after that? Like, I won't I won't <laughs> lie to you. I won't lie to you. If I had planned it, it would have been cool. But in that moment, like I would, like I didn't even. I thought, like I thought, the principal was going to come take me away. Like I thought, I have to answer for my crimes here, man. Like oh, wow. <laughs> I was just shook. Like at one point, she came by later when she saw I was still like just off. Like I stopped playing in the gym. I just sat on the bleachers, being like, "Oh man," sitting on my hands. She's like, "It's okay." It's like this little girl's consoling me. I was like, "Oh fuck!" I mean, it only made it worse. <laughs> like. Because my friends are overheard and like, why is she telling you it's okay? Like, what's wrong with you, man? Come on, tell us. We're your friends. Tell us what's wrong. I'm like, I don't fucking want to talk to anyone right now. Are you still in touch with her? (laughs) In touch with her. I like what you did there, man. You're a stand-up comic, (laughs) man. (laughs) Guess that was a touchy subject. No, I'm just learning from Nick. I'm just picking up his scraps. It was a touchy subject. All right. Well, yeah, no, I'm going to stop answering these questions now and uh, just keep them on you guys here. <laughs> we didn't even ask if you uh, what your most embarrassing thing is. You just decided to share this with us. I fucked that one up, didn't I? Uh, what about this one? Did we get into this one before? Keep it on the subject. Naked or partially clothed? Oh, man. Naked. Naked. Oh, I'm a partially clothed kind of guy. Naked, I like man. the mystery. I, like the I don't want no mystery. I want to see everything. <laughs> There's going to be yelling obscenities from his chair in the Dominican. <laughs> <laughs> right off the airport. <laughs> right off the airport. Yeah, or just butt naked. Yeah, yeah going to the airport. Tickle bitties. <laughs> That'll be the first thing I say. <laughs> what would it take for you to pour hot soup over someone's head? This is mine. This is yours, yeah. Um, what would it take to pour hot soup? If someone, uh, if someone makes fun of my beard, <laughs> I like it. It's a nice yeah, beard. That's yeah. a beautiful beard. Thank you. What about you, Irv? What grinds your gears? Um, somebody seriously threatened me with uh, serious bodily harm. See, that's a little bit different. You said if someone made fun of your beard. Er said it had to get to a point where, like, he was legitimately concerned about his safety. You? It's just, That's right. <laughs> just your appearance there, huh? What's that say about you, man? Yeah, what does it say about me? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, here's a good one to end it with before we get into the friction here. If you were transformed into the opposite sex, did I say that right? Opposite sex. Opposite sex. The opposite sex. I enunciated that pretty weird, eh? Yeah. If you're transformed into the opposite sex, what would you like? What would you like your name to be? Snap of the fingers, sex change. What's your new name? Mm, Nikki. Okay, just just keep it. You, you, yeah. don't want it. you have to keep it close to your uh, male name. See, for me, that's almost impossible. I mean, no one wants to date a woman named Irvina. So <laughs> I, I, I guess I'll have to go with one of my favorite characters uh, from a TV show that uh, was played by Kim Fields, Regine, off of Living Single. Oh, okay. I was going right. to say Manpreet. <laughs> <laughs> just just become pure Indian Manpreet. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, let's close all that. Hey, thank you. No, thank you, fellas. This is a lot of fun. I, I, I really enjoy it. Again, anytime you ever need me to pinch hit and I'm available, I can do it. I told you not pinch hitting, man. You're you're a designated hitter. Thanks for listening to the Thirst World Problems Podcast. For more exclusive content, follow us on Instagram at Thirst World Pod. Make sure to subscribe, like, and share.